Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of the Self Love Club podcast is brought to you by Amplify Kombucha. Taste amplified. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm your host, Belle Crawford. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices, and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Spiritual healer and businesswoman Gaia Chania, aka Soul33, is my therapist and features on the Self-Love Club monthly for our series Love Lessons. This episode focuses on blame, validation, and reassurance. Gaia, welcome back to the Self Love Club podcast. So good to see you. You too. Now, this episode, we're talking about blame, being it blaming yourself, maybe blaming others, um, and also reassurance and validation. Yeah, absolutely. So blame is such an important one because in anything, anything that happens in our lives, basically, that we get disappointed or don't expect it to be that way, we blame someone. We either blame someone else or we blame ourselves. And the really interesting thing, I, I wanted to tell you about this situation that I had, and it was with a client, an amazing client that I've got, beautiful, smart, all of that. And she had been a regular client and she came for a session. I'm not going to say when, I'll keep this vague, mm-hmm. but she came for a session, one of her sessions, and she sat there and she blamed me for everything that was happening in her life because she was doubting herself so much she wanted someone to attack and because obviously in the work that I do I'm an open book for perpetuating people's feelings so if people are feeling upset people generally get more upset when they're around me or they're more open and stuff and so this started making me think about who do we blame when stuff happens Mm. so if you think about say you know a work situation and we think oh my god have we done something wrong um, do I? Who do I blame? We're always pointing the finger at someone to blame, and that is because we've been disappointed in some way or some form. And the other part of this is also is how do we reassure ourselves through all this? Mm. Because often I find myself from time to time doing this. I'll turn to my partner and be going, "Going, is it going to be okay, right?" Yeah, I think like even though we're sort of and what we talk about a lot is being able to reassure yourself. We do need, and it's nice to have reassurance sometime. You know, absolutely. And I think like when I was younger I used to need a lot of reassurance I used to I need I needed to know that everything was going to be okay Mm. and it took quite a long journey to get to a point where I have started to learn how to reassure myself where now it's very very rarely will I look externally to ask for reassurance and Mm. it's more like a flippant it's like it's almost like I don't even think when I say it I'll just be like it's gonna be okay right but then I Uh, It's more of a rhetorical question Mm. now of answering that yourself. So I wanted to actually talk about this because I know that a lot of you guys will be listening, blaming yourselves for a lot of things, like especially in relationship stuff. Like I get a lot of questions about relationships and like, does he, is it something I'm doing wrong? 
you know, is someone better than me? Mm. And that's where you need to find your value proposition in terms of yourself and know that sometimes there is no one to blame. Mm. There's Maybe blame is just the ego giving you a reason to point the finger, whether the finger is pointed at yourself or the finger is pointed at the other person. And so, you know, in spiritual, in the spiritual realm, when we look at blame, blame actually has no place because what we're trying to do is actually create a space where we just accept the way things happen and then we move on from that. Totally. I think, and that's so true. I think, you know, sometimes in a situation where you do blame yourself or blame someone else, I think it's just learning that that's just how life is sometimes. It is. I think sometimes like say, for example, in a dating situation, maybe just for an example, you were you're seeing someone and they like end up with someone else. You know, you might you might think, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm blaming. It's because of me. It's because of you. Yeah. But, and you look for a reason and, a lot, and not just in that situation. You do look for reasons. And I know that because I do that. It's because... I've learned as you get older to not do it so much because you're looking for reasons to make it seem like to understand why it's happening. Yeah. And but and that's fine. I think I think we can look for reasons to understand why it's happening, but we don't want to blame ourselves no. for everything. And what you know, stimulated this conversation in my mind also is that I'm not sure whether you followed the news in Malaysia, but there was an Irish family that were there on holiday and their 15-year-old daughter, and I apologise if I get the, the ages and numbers wrong, but their teenage daughter who was differently abled, they were at a resort in Malaysia and she managed to let herself out of the um, apartment that they were staying in and basically was found dead in the middle of the jungle 10 days later. And I was, obviously, Malaysia is my homeland, and I was really upset when I was reading this because I was thinking, oh, my God, the parents must be blaming themselves because that their job was to look after mm. this child. But then when I started meditating about it, I just thought, actually, this girl came to earth in a differently abled body. Her soul came to have an experience and her soul experienced that for whatever reason. No parents to blame, nobody to blame. Mm. That's it. And so while that's just such an awful thing, but if we can, you know, put it into our lives and our day-to-day -day things that we blame ourselves for. Because I notice this a lot, like especially like clients who have fights with their partners and they're like, oh my God, have I done something wrong? Am I too controlling? Mm. Am I trying to change him? Is that why he's drinking too much? Is that why he's out late at night? Is that why whatever he's cheating on me? It's like, actually maybe look at the situation and what you said, understand it, but don't blame anybody because that is your ego. Mm. And that's what we're all trying to step away from because we're all run by this ego trying to tell us that, oh, you know, Belle, it's actually your fault that this is happening. It's actually his fault and their fault. You don't need to blame anybody, but actually just look at the situation and be like, right, why was I, why did I have to go through that? What did I learn? Mm. You know, so it's really important. And most of the, most of the things that we go through, sometimes it's not even for us, Belle. Sometimes we just go through it so we can help people more in the ways that we're doing it. Like mm. you're a healer in your own way, doing it through this platform. But you go through your own things because it actually helps you become more compassionate and empathetic to mm. other people's issues. Yeah. And so when we stop blaming everybody else, we become wiser and spiritually evolve ourselves because we are not using the ego as an excuse. So true. I think, and I, it's hard to put it into words, but I think as I've, as I'm getting older, I feel like I'm doing that less where I used to blame myself a lot, which is, is still something we do. But like, I feel like I've, you need to, I, I, hopefully it's a growth thing. I don't know with age where we don't need to 
understand everything as much. No, that's right. And I used to do it so much more, like overthink things and try to understand and rationalise. And yeah. it was like a big thing I used to do all the time. And yeah. I, I don't find myself doing it so much. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's natural for all of, of course, us to do yeah. it a little bit because we're humans and we we want to make sure that, because for me, I often think like, oh my God, you know, I have to do the right thing. I have to lead by example. Mm. So I don't want to do wrong by anybody. Yeah. But this is where your boundaries, your boundaries are really important because your boundaries will set the tone of how much you value yourself. And as long as your boundaries are setting the tone for your value and not your ego, you're actually heading in the right path for your spiritual evolution. Because if we're setting boundaries like, oh, I'm not going to speak to that person or that person's too good for me, that's your ego. Mm. But when you're setting things up for your value where I'm not going to be pushed around because my, I know my value. I'm not going to be taken for granted because I know my value. Mm. And so sometimes by exercising your boundaries that are coming from your value, you are actually just allowing yourself to not blame because you know that that just wasn't meant to happen anyway. Mm. You're, you're changing path. You're going in a direction that your soul is navigating you on, not your ego or your personality. I know it can be a little bit hard to, to you know, comprehend what I'm trying to say, but the, the purpose of these is always to be ruled by love and not fear. But our ego and our personality often runs on fear and ego. And so when we're going and navigating by our soul, we will know our value. We won't blame anybody. We will just accept certain things, certain outcomes, and know that that's just navigating us to another direction. Mm. It's easy to blame, though. It is so, so oh, yeah. easy to blame. And especially with living, like we talk about living a human experience and living in a world where things are run by ego, things are run by blame, like you see it every day. So it's hard, it is hard to not then tap into that way of life when it's what you see happening around us. Yeah, exactly. You know? And and what I also notice is that when, when we're all blaming either ourselves or someone else, there's often a reflection of us in there. Like back to the situation where this client was blaming me for the situation that she was in. It's like, I could hear in her words that everything she was saying was about herself. Mm. It was about, I don't believe in myself anymore. I don't, I'm doubting myself. I'm doubting my path. But she was pushing that onto she me. She was projecting it. Projecting yeah. onto me. But I was evolved enough to know that, okay, I'm being blamed for something. It's not my life. <laughs> Sorry, lady. Like, I'm <laughs> trying to help it's you. It's not my life. Yeah. It's actually your life. So we sometimes need to take ownership of our experiences that that is all they are. It is not you that's done anything wrong. It's not me that's done anything wrong. It is just purely an experience that is just such a minute thing on the scale of life. So true. Such a minute thing. Mm. But of course it affects us. For those of you who have never tried kombucha, I'm sorry to say, but you are definitely missing out. You've got to jump on board that boots train, okay? Kombucha doesn't always have to taste like fizzy tea because Amplify have set out to make kombucha that actually tastes good, and I can confirm they've done it. Even if you've tried it, but you haven't found one you like yet, trust me, try Amplify because they're big on taste. There are flavours like raspberry lime, my favourite's ginger lemon, and they're the kind of drinks you can take to a barbecue on a summer afternoon, please hurry up summer, and will make you feel really good too. Amplify kombucha, taste Amplify. 
So I want to talk also a bit about reassuring ourselves. How do you yeah. reassure yourself? Um, I sort of, I've learned s- sort of mantras and things where yeah. I like, I know you helped me create y- like a few years ago and I always, you know, I always tell myself, I've shared it on my socials too. You can go read them because I, I say them to myself when I need it. It's like, you know, that you're always going to be okay. You know, just like kind of learning to reassure yourself. Yeah, you, you have to do that. You do because like a lot of the time, yeah, of course you can rely on people and stuff uh, when you're in certain situations. But I think it's, especially when you're having those moments where only you can really help yourself. You sort of need to tap into that. And it's like, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay. Like, you know, everything's going to be okay. And you just got to know, I think through going through crappy times or whatever in life, feel like you know the more you go through that, that you're going to be okay because you've always been okay every other time. Yeah, and your soul is the one that enables you to reassure your personality and your ego. Like, you know, I, I'm a good sleeper, like I sleep really well, but sometimes when I have stresses going on in my life, like business stress or whatever, I will wake up in the night and I can hear my soul going, you don't need to worry about this right now, guy. You know that you are protected. You know that you are supported and that everything you need will unfold right in front of you. And that's for all of you guys to remember too. Everything that you need will always unfold right in front of you if you believe that it will. Mm. Because doubt feels more doubt Blame feels more blame, but if you are able to reassure yourself from a really deep level, like with you, with your mantras and everything like that, you will actually keep being guided on the right soul path for you. And that's also, I mean, this this episode ties in a lot of things about finding your purpose and all of that because we're following the soul navigation and mm. not just externally, externally blaming people because that again protects your ego because you're disappointed in something that's happened or you could be disappointed in yourself and let me tell you I have been disappointed in myself many times in my life yeah we'll we'll talk more about that in a moment I just wanted to ask quickly on this with you know like being able to tell yourself and reassure yourself and the more you can do that if you know you're saying that if you're able to reassure yourself and you really believe that everything's going to be okay like obviously there's some things that won't be great all the time of course but do you think that Obviously, you look out that everything will be okay if you believe that. Is it okay? This is where I wonder sometimes because it's like we can't always be like perfectly reassured all the time. No. If if we're like mostly reassured and we believe that everything's going to be okay, like say 90% of the time, 99% of the time, and then 1% of the time, there's a bit of fear that creeps in. Hmm. Do you still, does that still mean that we attract those good things or does that mean that? Like, you know how if you've got fear and I doubt. Think, I think a little bit of fear is just normal and healthy. So you're not going to then, like, take away from everything no. you're trying to bring in. Like, when I when I have any fear creeping, which is very rare because I'm not a fearful person, but when I if anything like that comes into my mind, I just go, cancel, delete, cancel, delete. And I just actually can't say that. Like, mm. cancel, delete. Oh, that's, just, that's just my ego. That's just me blaming. Mm. That's just my fear. That's not me being navigating with love. That's navigating with fear. So it's normal. So nobody's asking you to be a complete saint and monk and just, you know, not have any fearful thoughts. It's natural for us to all have that if we are doing day-to-day So you can still bring in the good things. Of course you can. But you have to fundamentally be in that alignment to believe. Like. Like, you know, my reassurance for myself, you know, most of my things is uh, business stuff. And I'll get up and go, oh, my God, you know, I need to pay this giant bill for stock or whatever it is. And then I just think, no, the money's going to come in from somewhere and through the business. I'll be able to sort that out. And then I'll put myself back to sleep. Before, if it was like five years ago or six years ago when I started this, the business, I would have been like, oh, my God, where is it going to come from? How am I going to do it? But I've had enough things come up in my life to show me that 
I will always be okay. And like you said, people are going to die. People are going to get sick. Things are going to happen in life that none of us can predict or control. But if we all know that that's just the divine order of everything, that's just what's meant to happen and nobody is to blame for that. And that's this is how like forgiveness comes mm. into the picture as well. You know, say for example, you hear those horrendous cases where someone gets murdered and the the victim's family has to forgive, you know, has to come to terms with forgiving someone. That again is taking the blame and the ego out of it and just looking that's so hard to do. Oh yeah. But you know, that's just some people are able to do that. They'll never forget, but they can accept that that is just the nature of the way things mm. are gonna go. And obviously that's an extreme situation. I hope that nothing like that ever happens to any of us or anyone listening. But in our day-to-day life, especially especially in relationships when you're like wanting to point the finger to your partner or whatever, actually just stop and think, okay, this is obviously an issue we both have. We're projecting off each other. Let's not blame one another and just figure it out from there. Yeah. I, speaking of like blame in relationships, I often hear, and not even just like a full relationship, but like in dating sense or whatever, you often hear like people say things um, you know, like if they only did this or if it's trying almost like a blame in a way that's trying to change somebody. That's right. And is that so like I've always wanted to talk about this with you because I often hear it when I hear someone talking about it, you know, they made me feel this way or they make me feel like this. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, like, yeah, but like you kind of can't blame people for that no. stuff. You and know, like you can take yourself out of the equation so they can't make you feel like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that that's it. Nobody can make you feel anything because anything that we feel is our own insecurities. Like say, for example, if someone, I don't know, when I was a kid made a racist joke, then I would be upset about that because it's my own insecurity about being different. But now that I'm an adult and I'm older and I've embraced my differences, if someone said something racist that one of my friends said, they they love me. I know it's just a joke. It depends on the circumstances. Mm. I'm going to check on, check someone on it or not. But you absolutely shouldn't be, you know, trying to change anybody like because they're making you feel a certain way because the only, and I know this from experience in relationships that you can only change yourself in order for them to change. And that, and during that change, that might mean that you're not actually meant to be with that person. Mm. Because there is a lot of like, I just notice a lot of control in relationships. Like, a control. And a lot of people trying to control how, and it's like on a, I think it's more than just on a, it's like on a soul level. Yeah. People are trying to control a lot of people a lot of the time or the ways they want them to be because otherwise they don't, doesn't make them feel good about themselves. It's a whole different topic, but I feel like it is linked in a bit. It is linked yeah. in because we do blame. We're blaming somebody else mm. on how they, we feel that they're making us feel, but we are in control of oh, that. Oh, yeah. We are in control. And I know it's really, really hard to get your head around it because it's so easy to blame them and say, oh, he makes me so upset or, you know, he he doesn't show me affection or he I feel unloved or whatever. But it's generally because somewhere within us we naturally feel like that. Yeah. And that's something that we need to work on on ourselves because if we get to that point where we're okay within ourselves about that, you'll find that they won't trigger you so much in that right. area. So that's why I love triggers. I love people triggering me. And then I just think, oh my God, um, this is something that Gaia needs to work on because mm. you, this person has triggered that in me. And that's a part of me that I need to heal because I can't blame him for that. And I actually, I, I want to actually share this story. This yeah. is a juicy story. <clears throat> so my ex-boyfriend 
he cheated on me with a woman that is of a particular culture. And I won't bring the culture up because I don't want to offend anyone. I don't have anything against this culture. But whenever I, I, I'm triggered, I used to be triggered by this culture, this particular type of ethnicity this woman was in, mm. was part of. And so then I had another boyfriend after that. And this was this was when I knew that the universe was triggering me to heal this part of me because right. now when I what happened with the second boyfriend is that I once saw him out we were together and he said he was going out with someone else and divine timing this was at like in a mall in Auckland I didn't know where he was he said he was meeting someone for coffee or whatever and I was just going to the supermarket to get food I walked into the mall and there was the second boyfriend that I had after my ex-boyfriend walking through the mall with someone of that same ethnicity that my ex-boyfriend cheated on. Right. And that triggered me. It triggered me and I started blaming, thinking, oh my God, he's cheating on me. He's doing this. It's, he's made me feel insecure. I started blaming him on making me feel the things that I used to feel with my ex-boyfriend because there was that infidelity there. But when I went and thought about it and cried about it and did all that, I realized that I was triggered because I haven't healed that part yeah. of me. It, it's actually got nothing to do with this because he wasn't actually doing anything. He was, it's just some friend that he knew and he was on the way to meet that other person for coffee. Right. But that the universe placed that situation so in front of me to check my blame. Where, who am I going to blame? And my blame went naturally to him. Like, oh, of course too good to be true. Of course he's going to do this to me. All of this stuff is going oh, through my mind. Yeah. But the thing is when things like that come up and you're blaming, you need to look at what the situation's actually asking you to heal within yourself. And this is where the control thing and relationships yeah. and stuff come in because we're not supposed to be controlling another person. We're no. not supposed to be making them want us to be happy. It's not their duty to do that. It's so our, many relationships are, are based on that. It's yeah. like... It's actually really sad, like, how many relationships you look at, especially when you're single and you look at, you're like, whoa, like, it's it, a lot of relationships are based on that foundation. Oh, they are. Yeah. Heaps it's of them. really sad. People expect the other person to make you happy, but that's the freaky thing because if that person goes for whatever reason, then you're stuck in this. And of course, any breakup under any circumstances, whether it's a death or an actual mutual breakup, whatever, is awful and you are affected by that. But it is not that person's 100% fundamental job to make you mm. tick all the boxes of your happiness and your security and your baby daddy and your yeah, <laughs> everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's just, it's that's a lot of stuff to put on someone. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess I was going to ask, how do we work around this? And it sounds like it's, it comes down to a lot of self-work. It is. It is a lot of self-work. That's what it is. Like, I, I think there's a huge place for uh, couples counselling and all of that. But I really think it's important that everybody goes in individually first to sort their own shit out mm. because then you know what it is that's actually upsetting you and how you can rectify that and then together as a couple if you can figure that out then that's awesome but it actually comes down to you and you will notice whatever you are blaming someone else for if you actually have awareness about it and sit with it it's actually how you feel about yourself so true it's perpetuating the reassurance that you need and learning how to heal that part of you because we shouldn't need as much reassurance from external sources as we all naturally want to get. Mm. And it can be hard, but that's a really good tip, actually, I think, to work out what it is you're blaming someone for and then going, okay, that's what I'm 
projecting yeah. because I think a lot of the time without a bit of perspective it can be hard to work it out but that's a really good tip to be able to know because usually you can't tell those things when you're in the situation so well. Yeah and generally just asking I think asking why not even to yourself like in the relationship situation it's like I would ask my partner so why is it that you're doing this? I just want to understand mm. rather than blaming going, oh my God, you're making me feel like shit <laughs> and I'm so angry and I feel, I'm just like, I'm, I just want to understand why you're doing this. Is mm. it something that I'm doing? Because generally everything is a reflection anyway. Mm. Everything is a projection and a reflection. We're bringing in whatever our state is. And so, yeah, asking someone why rather than going in all guns blazing to blame, 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 and yeah. don't blame yourself either. Because oh, that's I'm another good at doing one. That, yeah. I feel like a lot of us, and I'm definitely that person as well. I blame myself for a lot of things over the time. That's never, not even been my fault. Exactly. But like you bring it back to yourself, and you're like, oh, it's probably my fault. Like you take on the blame, and then you know, oh, it's I'm not good enough, or whatever. You know, you think those things, which of is course. a part you need to heal of yourself because can't go through life always feeling that way, even though it's like very normal if that does happen. And situations like that where you actually know, there's actually no one, there's no one to blame in this. It's not my fault. It's just, it's actually a situational thing. Mm. It's a situational and experience thing that you're meant to go through because you're going on another path. It's like been times when I've been reprimanded when I used to work for people of why you're doing this or we want you to do that. And I'm like, blame in they're blaming me for not getting put the output that they wanted but it all happened so that I'd quit and start my own thing yeah <laughs> you know so and it's hard to know that sometimes because you know you might be in a situation where you're doing really good work and then someone's blaming you that's or, right. or like it's not yeah it's it's really hard to work those ones out where something maybe you're doing really really well and people are still blaming you and mad at you or you're blaming yourself yeah. and then I think what you're saying it's so true that I think sometimes we get so stuck in the situation and trying to understand it that we then don't understand that it's part of our purpose and that's where we're, it's like you know it's like you're getting pushed so that you go to a place you're actually meant to be yeah I think it's hard to see it that way sometimes it is really hard but that's where we need to reassure and remind ourselves that this is all happening for me even though it feels like crap and there might be a lot of doubt in the situation or whatever it's happening and we have to accept that and we can't blame other people for it that's when we need to look at it from a loving perspective and not a fear perspective that if we look at it from the eyes of love we're like okay no one to blame here I'm not blaming me I'm not blaming you this is just the situation what am I learning from this okay now I'm I come up with my solution on where I'm going to go where I'm going to be navigated to and go with that because if you're going to blame you are just that's your ego and that's your fear and you'd hold yourself back right? you will hold yourself mm -hmm. back you that the more you can release self-blame and blaming other people you, the more that you will just progress and progress and progress through life. Mm. So, yeah, it's really, really important thing of the blame because we all do it. Thank you so much, Gaia. And next month, we're going to have some Q&As, some questions people have put forward to yourself and me. Yes. Uh, and we're going to answer those on the, on the podcast, which I'm sure people will be really excited about. Thanks so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. Please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on eps you may have missed. Reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram stories helps so much in spreading the self love message to others who may really need it. You can follow me at Belle Crawford on Instagram plus Self Love Club podcast. Check out my website as well, bellcrawford.com, for Self Love Club resources and blog posts. And we're on Facebook, the Self Love Club community. Go join it now. A big thanks to our audio engineer Nick Bourbon 
We've got heaps of boss babes coming up with weekly episodes available each Monday. Catch you soon, babes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.